When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holler at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. What up? It's your boy, G. Reed. Shout out to Permanent Holiday for making this podcast happen, feel me? You're now tuned in to Blowing Smoke. Shit, we live? Uh, yeah, we live. What's <laughs> poppin' with y'all, man? Y'all already know what it is. It's your boy, JG. You already know it's Jay Jonah. And, uh, yo, Jay, I think... Bro, this is season seven, man. We're into it, bro. This is a whole new fresh season. Take a dive. Try to dive in it. We out here, bro. We out here, bro. Season seven. We just, I mean, I feel like we just roll right into it, bro. Fact. You feel me? We at the top of the season. It's time to get into it. They already know what it is. They know that we're bringing them a dope-ass individual in the studio with us today. They didn't read the headline. We always be doing a hype hype. Uh, This next individual in the studio with us today, man. No, hold on. Let me just shout out. This one's for the 209. People forget... You know what I'm saying? That the valley is bigger than just a couple cities. Like it's it's pretty big, man. The valley the valley stretches for a minute, and, a, and the valley gets slept on a lot. Say that. You feel me? So this one's for the Nina. This next individual in my mind, bro. When it comes to the ghetto boys, he's the ghettoist. <laughs> you feel me? Uh, I call him the king of Merced. To be honest, uh, when you feel me, if you don't know who the fuck I'm talking about, bro. Merced's finest, GB. Back. What's yeah, yeah, with you, yeah, What's going on, man? It's a pleasure to be here. Hell yeah. yeah I mean, good looking on having me for real. Hell yeah, yeah. How right. you doing, bro? How you feeling? Shit, I'm feeling cool. Inside the heat, you know what I'm saying? Everything is good. You've been inside, huh? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Fuck being outside. Like, it's too hot. It's we got to go inside. Real. Hey, this valley weather ain't no joke. No joke. No joke. You feel me? No joke. My Bay Area, Bay Area, yeah. living right now. Yeah, <laughs> Bay Area and, and SoCal. I just came from SoCal. It's lovely out there. Yeah, it's the 70s, yeah. mid 70s. I'm like, hold on, I need to go over there. Yeah, the right here. Oh my God. <laughs> Before we get too far, we already said, man, GB, thank you for accepting the invitation. Off you know top, what I'm saying? For top. coming to the studio. You know what I'm saying? Starting off the season for us. Like, we really do appreciate that. No, that's a fact, yeah, bro. Yeah, really yeah do. off top. It's a pleasure to be here for real. I say, if you don't know what we're here to do on the Blowing Smoke podcast and for the new listeners and viewers tuning in, man, we're here to give an elevated perspective on everyday situations. Oh, yeah. We're here to talk our shit and bring some real news to the table. Off I say, top. And while we do that, you already know, man. It's season seven. We got to get into it, right? You feel me? Let's get into it, bro. JG, let them know what we sipping on today. I mean, you already know when it comes down to the guests, we always try to shoot for the guests, make sure that they got what they need to make sure that they comfortable, right? Mm-hmm. GB came through. He said, man, I need that Don Julio. <laughs> so we went and got my man Don Julio and Nejo. Y'all know the vibes. You know what I'm saying? Got him that nice little cool bottle. Fair. And we gonna sip on that for the rest of the podcast, honestly. Don't do it. Don't do what? Don't what do you it. talking about? Don't do it, bro. Well, look at it. JG was trying to duck again. Come on, Pop. <laughs> man, as soon as I touch it, I got to pour a shot out, oh, bro. Damn. You know you got to pour it up. You it's gonna feel be a, me? Hey, it's going to be a good episode, y'all. Uh, it's going to yeah, be a good episode. But to highlight while he's pouring up, man, we like to dip in the process, bro. First and foremost, we got to shout out Permanent Holiday. And not only Easy. Permanent Holiday, we got to shout out Julian from Permanent Holiday for coming through with the pre-rolls. Julian! You feel me? We got the... Great pie. He said, hold on, my boy JB, GB finna come over here. I got to get y'all right. And, bro, yeah. that's another shout out, bro. This wouldn't ha- be happening right now if it wasn't for the homie Julian with that major. Yeah, man. Big man. shout out JP. Shout out JP yeah. for real, man. So, hey, you feel me? He, he got us right with the pre-rolls. I'm going to make sure you right right now. Get you right, right. right. later. <coughs> out here, y'all. Yeah, y'all know yeah, the vibes. You poured up? I poured up me. You got to pass the bottle because I can't, I ain't got, I ain't Mr. Fantastic or whatever, you feel me? So you feel me? Um, but you ready to get into the episode a little let's, bit? Let's go, do? bro. I'm ready. All right, bet. Um, I mean, for me personally, we are, uh, I got to ask my man GB. GB, I got to ask a little bit about your background. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like coming from Merced, you know what I'm saying? What made you just wanting to get into rapping? Period. Because in Merced, it's not really like <laughs> right. I'm not. I'm not hearing rappers coming out of Merced at per all. se. At it's all. not. It's not. It's not around you. So how'd yeah. you get a studio in Merced? Oh, well, shit, man. I mean, taking it way back uh, when I was a kid, when I, I think I was about four, uh, my sisters and them, and my brothers, they would listen to uh, to like more like uh, like Chicano hip hop, like out of L.A. They yeah. had the, uh, the little lowrider cassettes and shit. Yep. It would be like Kid Frost and like MC Willibar, like more SoCal back in the 90s type rap. And uh, just listening to them, listening to that. Uh, I'm a 90s baby, so I grew up listening to like Death Row. NWA, yeah. uh, yeah. Bone Thugs, all that shit. So 
just listening to that, I just fell in love with hip hop itself. And uh, shit, like growing up, I was like, man, you know, you always have a dream. I had dreams of being a rapper. I was like, man, what if I could do this someday, whatever. But it wasn't never nothing that I was like. ready. So you really sparked that up. I was like, yeah. I was like, uh, I never knew I could, basically. You know, we never had the resources and shit like that or anybody. You know, we didn't have nobody in the family that was a musician or friends or nothing like that. Nobody's telling you that sauce to get into the area. Yeah, no, nothing. So, so it really started like, uh, I, I remember, I don't know how the fuck I got a hold of some some uh, some mixtapes from some rappers in Merced. So as I got older, <laughs> as a teenager, there was this group called like Dark Room, Familia, and like Lowdown. Okay. And they were really like under real underground, like uh, northern rappers and shit. Yeah. So when I heard Merced in the song for the first time back then, I was like mind blown. I was like, oh shit. Wait a minute. He said Merced on the song. That's <laughs> this is my city. Type yeah. Of that right now. So I was just on that. And then growing up more, going into middle school, high school, then you started getting a little more locals in the, in the, in the town. And uh, and then, the, you know, they they had their little ear buzz or whatever and died out. Ear buzz died out, you know? Mm-hmm. And then after a while, there was more and more like coming coming out. And I was just more like, it's cool. You know, everybody's making music. They're making slaps. But ain't nobody really talking about what we're living through. Mm. Like nobody's talking about what we're really seeing day to day. Everybody's usually talking about like bitches and money and all this luxury shit. Like that's Which cool. You, you know live, what I'm saying? That glamour yeah. lifestyle. Yeah, yeah that's cool. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's like you know around the Mac Dre era. Like that shit was popping. The hyphy movement was popping. All that shit. But at the same time, we got motherfuckers dying. Mm-hmm. We got motherfuckers going. You know, get, getting life. Uh, you know, a lot of a lot of life situations that nobody was talking about. Definitely. So I felt like Merced was definitely lacking that. Wow. So I was like, man, I just, I just felt I've always been the type to take initiative. So, I, like I said, I never knew I could rap, but once I tried it, I was like, oh shit! Like I think, I think I got it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So a lot of people started. Uh, was it a poem? <laughs> what was no, it, it was rap. They it was like, like the homies freestyling type shit. Yeah, you just yeah, in? yeah. Okay. I didn't know how to write bars. I would just write it like a letter, you know, and just kind of read across the shit. And, and you know, at first it was a lot of like. Oh, you were right. So. It wouldn't be like bar for bar for bar. You write a letter. Yeah, and just I would read write. It. Yeah, I would. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was just, but I was on beat and everything. You know what I'm saying? Say okay. that. Yep. Yep. So uh, that's crazy. He was really writing out a story. Yeah, and then not only that, but back then we would see like videos and shit of studios, and I was like, "Ain't no way Merced ever gonna have a studio." You know, there ain't no way we could find one out here. So one day, I think I was like 15. I came home. It was like a summer, a summer evening. I came home. Uh, I was looking, you know what I'm saying? When you get home, you just want to see who's home. You look in all the rooms and shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody was home. So I seen this little MP3 player. That was back then when uh, you damn near had to like be rich to have an iPod type shit, you know? So we, we I mean, we, we when grew When they first broke, came you know out, I got you. So when they first came, yeah, I yeah, got you. Yeah, when it first came out. I didn't have one either. <laughs> I was like, man. And uh, so I seen an MP3 player on the, on the bed and I fucking, uh, I grabbed it. I just started looking through it and it had a lot of, uh, rappers that I grew up listening to, like uh, a lot of northern rappers like Woody, Big Tone, and Dark Room and them. And then I seen a little hole in, in the little MP3 player and next to the little hole it said MIC. I was like, the only thing I could think that stand for is microphone. So I looked at the settings and I pushed record and I was like, yo, yo, you know what I'm saying? Like just like say a little check, something. Check, yeah, yeah, yeah. Too. So when I played it back and I heard my voice, I was like, oh shit, I just recorded myself. Yeah. So I was mind blown, you know? <laughs> yeah. So what I so what I did then, I fucking I found out it was my brother's. I bought it off from right then and there. I was say, did bro give it to you? Yeah, yeah, no, I was like, he's like, just shoot me $20. I put <laughs> out $20. Out for you. I got yeah. you. I went uh, and I what I did, I was like, you know, the only way I could think of it, I was like, if I play an instrumental in the background and I kind of stand next to the speaker and I rap. Yeah. And I can kind of get it at a cool distance. Mm-hmm. It could sound like a song. Mm. So that's what I did until I got it right. Stop capping. And after that, I Are was just like, serious, yeah. And then everybody was like, man, how you make your music? I was like, I was just out there. Like, I don't no. got no studio or nothing. How many songs did you make on that little MP3 but, Oh my God, I was on there every day. Every and day. People, <laughs> the people listening to it, they wouldn't even know that that's what it came yeah, from. Yeah, they, they wouldn't even know. know. That's crazy, bro. Yeah. So, so it, what year is this? Yeah, I was just yeah. about to say that. Fuck. That was probably like, I would say maybe 2008, 2009, maybe. Okay. Okay. Respect. That's respect. No, he's finding a way to get his voice on the track. Like, I'm determined, though, Cap. That's crazy, bro. 
Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm intrigued to find out that there was artists before him, bro. I'm not going to lie. I said, because I don't hear too much musically from Merced. You know what I mean? I don't hear music from Merced. So yeah. you, 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 you touch on that. It's like, man, I'm not going to lie. I thought GB was the only one coming out of Merced right now. You know yeah, I mean? now there's a lot of artists. Uh, I mean, uh, I, I, I can't really speak too much on them, but yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of artists everywhere, but uh, hell yeah, I'm not too sure. You know what I mean? No, that's respect though. As long yeah. as you got your buzz out there, man, that's all that matters. <laughs> no cap. As long as people listen to GB and A Sound System, hell yeah. You know what I mean? When something happens to your kitchen, you might say this is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim. Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. No, I was gonna, I was gonna touch on real quick. I said, bro, I'm beginning to my food shit. You know what I'm saying? I love food and shit. So I just want to ask you, what's the best food I could find in Merced? You born and raised, right? Yeah, yeah. Where, where am I going? If you, if I'm, if I'm sliding through Merced, and you're like, bro, you gotta stop here. Real my quick. big. Uh... My my favorite food is just I don't know if it's because I'm Mexican, but I love Mexican. No, food. talk to me, bro. You know I need saying? the best Mexican spot out I there. I love Mexican food for real. Um, shit, there's two spots in my hood that I, I I'm a regular at. There's one uh on uh Martin Luther King and 11th Street. Okay, it's called uh it's next to the Chevron. It's called uh, El Palmar. Palmar. That's good for Mexican food. Okay, El Palmar, and then there's one around right the corner on 12th and Martin Luther King. That's called a uh, Marisco Archivaldo. Okay. And they're like a little food truck, but they're more like seafood and like birria tacos. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, that shit earlier. Right? Yeah. <laughs> he said, I just came from there. Okay. Yeah, I'm I'm like, I'm Mexican. I'm going to go to the Mexican spots. Yeah. Okay, for sure. Hey, what, what do you, you begin at the Mexican spots? Shit, I, I really like like a like an authentic plate. It depends, you know what I'm saying? Like, I like menudo on the weekends. Okay. After like a long pozole. night, too. Yeah, in the mornings, you wake up kind of hungover sometimes. <laughs> menudo, do the, get the job done. And like get the Mexican pho. Mexican pho, I mean. That's oh, a fact. Yep. Yeah, yep. Yeah, That's yeah, a yeah, fact. Yeah. I didn't even know that. No, yeah, yeah, I ain't yeah. never That's had no menudo like that. Yeah, yeah. We still got this shot, though. Huh? Oh, yeah. We still got this shot. Yeah, I've been ducking. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> to nah, see it. None of y'all brought it up. <laughs> you seen it. They, they, I know they hey, were wondering. party in this motherfucker. Like, if y'all watching this, listen to this. Take a shot with me and GB and Jay right. Jonah. Yeah, y'all know the vibes, fact. man. You already know. Yeah. Cheers. Salute. Ooh. Yeah, hey. it's, it's getting smoother. GB. Yeah. So how was it growing up in Merced? You know what I'm saying? Per se, you know, taking me back to like, you know, your childhood. Right. When you was growing up, was you actively doing the sports or how was it for you and the community I mean, I, in Merced? I was doing it. Like Merced's a small town. Merced mm-hmm. ain't no big like city or nothing like that. How many exits? You don't even know how many exits. Yeah, 12, 13. I, I don't want to be 13 exits big, bro. I, I want to say maybe like, I want to say maybe like just off the head. I would say no more than six mm, exits. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Small, small, small yeah, town. More so, yeah, it's like 80,000 people maybe. Um, but uh, I got family small... in Los Banos. Oh, okay, yeah, that's right. a two hundred nine, but that's, yeah, yeah, that's a little cool little distance from yeah, us. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, nah, but uh, Merced's a small town. You feel me? It's like everybody damn near know everybody. Uh, you could walk from one side of town to the other if you really wanted to. You know, it's not like damn, that's impossible. Yeah, like, gotcha. We, yeah, <laughs> we grew up walking across town. across town. You know what damn, because we, you know what I mean, we were kids. You know, uh, mainly we stole a lot of bikes growing up, keeping a hundred. You would you would we would need to go uh, to the other side of town. We'll start off on foot. There'll be like ten of us. One of us will come up on a bike. Another one. By the time we get there, we're all on bikes. And shit. Everybody got a bike. Yeah. God, damn. Yeah, yeah. As kids, yeah, hell yeah. You got to get around, man. You got to yeah, find a way. You got to find a way. Uh, what else was it? I mean, that shit. Uh, well, shit. It all depends on kind of like the areas you uh you either lived in, hung around in, or the crowd you grew up around. You know what I mean? So, uh, I would say like I grew up with, a, with 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 the troublemakers. You know, we all grew up since we were kids. Um, it's just it's just a a group of friends that we just we grew up. You know, just just trying to find a way. You know, gotcha. And uh, it's really gang infested if if you really like involved. It's, it's there's there's a lot of gangs out there. A lot of a lot of. Uh, 
that's the crime rate kind of big because because of, of the gangs. You wouldn't even think that six eggs is yeah. long. Like it's like that's what your that's on people's mind. Like let me go start a gang out here. Like six eggs is long. You <laughs> yeah, feel me? Yeah. That, you would, y'all wouldn't even know that because I'm not from Merced per se, bro. Nah. Like you see Mercedes out there. That's the only thing I know about. Yeah. And I didn't even know like it was you know gang infested like that. Nah, yeah, for sure it is. Uh, I mean, there's like there's that's like crazy. there's like shootings or, 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 or murders. You know, like either whether it be every every other day or every other week, mm. and like like I said, if you ain't involved or or you got no clue, like you would never hear about it. Mm-hmm. But us that are like we're we're there, you know what I mean? Like the streets talk. You feel mm-hmm. me? Right. Uh, you hear like, oh yeah, he got shot, he got shot, or like we damn near find out faster than the police. You know, like. Mm-hmm. That's how fast the streets talk out there. Like it's just, it's a lot of it's a lot of gang shit out there for real. That's crazy. That's growing yeah. up in Merced, man. man. That's crazy. Touching on Merced a little bit. You've grown up in this shit, bro. Yeah. You feel me? What's the biggest lesson I think you learned coming from Merced? Um, shit. I mean, a lot of people. What I see a lot of people on the comments too. Like a lot of people be hating. Like, and I don't think like some people are like. Uh, what I see sometimes what? The, how they behave in the comments. Sometimes they be like, "Oh, Merced, Merced, like the fake two hundred nine. Like they, uh, they want to be like Stockton, or they want to be like this. Like we ain't really trying to be like nobody. We're mm-hmm. just our own, yeah. you know. Stockton, Stockton, Merced, Merced. Yeah, Modesto's Modesto. Everybody their own city. Yeah, but or some people might be like, I lived in Merced like two thousand seven. Ain't shit went down out there. But it, like I said, it all depends on who you hung around with or the area. Or, you know, you might have never heard shit, but meanwhile, there's hella shit going down. Yeah. Right. And uh, me growing up personally, like I said, it's a small town, but uh, when it gets active, it gets active. The, the the crime rate goes up. So my biggest lesson in Merced, being myself, where I come from, and and uh, you know, growing up, I would just say, never leave anywhere without your banger. <laughs> That's God your biggest damn. lesson. I hear you. That's a real game, though. Yeah, bro. Coming from true. a nigga coming from the situation, like you, you can't, you can't take that lightly. Yeah, and you can't take and that lightly. And it gets, it gets serious because it's like, you might be like, "Hey, bro, like I'm gonna go to the liquor store to buy some Swishers. You guys want some?" Mm. And you know, everybody's like, "You know, you got your thing on you, or hey, you got one on you need me to go with you because you might not make it back." You know, it being vice versa, like, and then you just go into the corner. Damn, you know what I'm saying it's like yeah, but it, that, it, it, that it, corner it that so small that that corner is like bro, you you in there for a good three to five minutes, yeah, and a corner store or a gas station is is constant. Not only that, but like it's a if, if a motherfucker is just driving by and sees you pumping gas, he's like, oh yeah, there he is right there. You see me? Yeah, that's 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 how we grew up. Yeah, you know, so I can't speak for everybody else. You know. Respect. Some people, you know, they 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 work their nine to five or go to school, go home, and that's it. But we, we live a different lifestyle to where it's like, you know, we're constantly up and down the block, or you know, like I'm gonna go get something to drink. Yeah. And 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 we 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 familiar faces out there, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, that's just 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 be cautious is the biggest lesson number said for me. How that how how do you, how do you go through that? Like for you personally, like what is that? Like some is that, that has to be some sort of PTSD. Like as soon as you walk out the house, it's like. You just said you got to have your banger on you, so it's like to the yeah, point. Well, like I'm this sure. is not a, this. I feel like this is not a situation that you always want to be around per se. Yeah, it took it took some uh it took uh it took some getting used to. Say that at first, it took some getting used to because it's like bro, like <laughs> like is this really what the fuck I gotta do? You know, so just go to so store? I can't knock anybody that you know that any rapper I don't knock them if they want to get out their town because I guarantee there's a, especially if you're gang affiliated. Yeah, that's something that every rapper go through like. Um, you know what I'm saying? They they eventually get their buzz up. You know, you got a lot of haters out there. Say that. And uh it it's it like getting used to, but after a while it's just it it becomes second nature. Mm-hmm. You're like, you know, it's just it's like forgetting your keys. You know, you walk out the door, you're like, Oh shit, hold on. I ain't got it on me, type <laughs> hold thing. On, yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let me go real quick. You know what I'm saying? It just becomes second nature. That's crazy, brother. I'm not gonna lie. But you kind of touched on it a little bit as in being that rappers want to get out the city. I feel like it's harder for the like being from the valley. You know what I mean? A lot of people come to the valley, but I feel like it's harder to leave. You feel me? Yeah. So like what what is the reason what makes us stay? I said, you know what I mean? Like what makes us stay in the valley? Shit, I mean, because although I mean me personally, like although it may seem like like ain't ain't too much going on out here, it it just feel like home. Like like me personally, like LA cool. I love LA. I love being in LA. But it's like personally, like it's really big for me, you know, like 
mm-hmm. you know, the traffic, like you got, it takes an hour, 45 minutes to get here to here. Or like, you know what I'm saying? Like the, the, the Valley, me personally, just feel like home and Merced, like we got a lot of, Although we don't got a lot to do, like we got a lot to do out there. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, it so, makes sense. People say y'all ain't got shit to do in Stockton, but we feel like we got we Stockton on Upper Rise too. Yeah. You feel me? Yeah, like, yeah, a lot of people are like, yeah, ain't shit to do out here. It's a little city, but shit, that's, that depends on who you are. You know, only yeah. boring people are boring. You know what I'm saying? That's fact. true. That so, is a fact. That is no question. Would, would you leave? Say this music shit goes to another level? I would, I would, I would definitely leave. I would definitely buy another house somewhere else where nobody know me. Uh, what do you think? But, but I, 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 it would definitely be difficult. Like I would come back every weekend or something mm-hmm. like that. And you need to feel that. that yeah, I, I, I love. We got a lot of lakes by Merced, so I love being in the water as far as like jet skis and boats and swimming. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What's up, bro? We we've turned up yeah. this summer. Yeah, We're, for real. We got we a lot of there. lakes out there, so that's what I personally like about it. You know, barbecuing okay. and shit. Hell yeah! I like I like doing all that summer shit. You I'm get a down summer the dude. Yeah, hell okay, yeah. okay. Man, we got there with GB this summer. Yeah. I'm down. I get on the jet skis regardless, bro. I get, yeah, I'll do that. Motherfucker, black people don't like to swim like that, but I'll still touch the water. <laughs> this was stupid, 110, bro. no cap. If you need a lighter, pop me. Oh, yeah, it was good. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, uh, so you said, GB, what got you into being a rapper? You said you picked up, you know what I'm saying, put the, the, uh, the cassette thing, you put it in there, put the mic inside, and you, you know, heard yourself. After that, you ran with it. You said, "I'm going. I like this. I'm trying to make it bubble into something." Yeah. What was the trend around that time? From that, how long did it take for you to create your first album or mixtape or EP? Did you take it serious at that point? At that point, I didn't. At that point, like I said, uh, there's certain rappers that that had got their little buzz for the moment, Mm -hmm. and then went MIA or whatever the case. Um, And then at 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 that point, it was it was a gap. Like there wasn't nobody really making music at the time for Merced, so. What happened then, it was just like, we started going up little by little. So we got like a little cheap, like, uh, you know, like the computer labs at school. You know, they have the little the little computer lab mics that you hook up. Yep. We, we ended up like stealing one of those from school, taking yep. it home. It's uh, good. Still, you know, <laughs> we nigga, I used to steal pencils from school. Like I still stolen. This nigga is still stolen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck the fuck. Yeah. You, it was it in was your like, use. They needed that. Yeah, we would. We would have. Like I said, we didn't have a lot of money growing up, so a lot of the shit that we got was stolen. So we would we would definitely hit a lot of licks. We would do a lot of robberies and shit like that. And every everything you knew before anything, you know, the speakers we had were stolen. The computer we were working off was stolen. The mic was stolen. It was like stolen, stolen equipment. Stolen. So yeah, but it was like the lowest budget we had. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't no like, we weren't recording off Pro Tools at the time or nothing like that. You know, we weren't recording off legit mics. It was, we didn't have a pop filter. You feel me? We didn't know about none of this shit. We just kind of, you know, we 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 were just trying to make it happen. Yeah. So, so then I, I recorded a little mixtape when I was in high school, like a little, I don't even know what the fuck I was saying or. You know what I mean? We were just, just, just rap, yeah. And then I distributed it at school or wherever. CDs? Yeah. CDs, just the CD era. Yep. And uh, next thing you know, the whole town slapping. I was like, oh, shit. I had no clue it was going to take off like that. So then in the midst of that, I was uh, gangbanging. So whenever, I never really took rap serious. I would put the gangbanging first. So... Whenever I had some free time, I would fucking rap. You feel me? Mm-hmm. So I would do like a song a month after a while, you know. Uh, it wasn't nothing too major. You weren't in the studio every I night. Wasn't, yeah, I wasn't really like a rapper rapper. Mm-hmm. You know? Did the homies some, support you though? Like, did the homies it's it's difficult. Up? At first it was difficult because being a gang member and a rapper is kind of like, you know, you got a lot more to prove. Yeah. Like, oh, he is he really living what he rapping about? Mm. Or is he is he a rapper or is he a gangbanger? Say that. And you he felt that personally? And I felt that pressure. Say that. So I personally always put gangbanging first. And then I remember talking to the homie on the yard one time. I think I was like 18 years old. And Damn. he was like, yeah, man. He's like, uh, he's like, I heard you be rapping. I was like, yeah, but I, I, I ain't even trying to rap no more. And he was like, why not? I was like, uh, See, I personally don't want to be called a rapper. I want to be known as a gang member. Mm. And then he's like, "Why is that? Like, if I could rap, I would rap." And this is coming for somebody with like he in there, right? he, yeah, he's status. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And he's like, "Fuck what they say." You feel me? Like, if you if you're doing what you do, let the motherfucker speak. You know, just do your shit. You're gonna get hated on regardless. 
So I was like, you know, that shit makes sense. So then I kind of learned to balance it out. It's difficult balancing this shit out. And uh, that's respect, bro. I respect yeah, you. You're still yes. trying to wiggle wiggle through that, yeah, bro. Yeah, like, because a rapper could be a rapper and, and he, he going to rap that's this right if he here. don't politic, you know. But a, 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 a real gang member, you know, the town going to speak about him, the hood going to talk about him. Like, is he really with the shit or he really rapping? Mm-hmm. And that's that was something difficult for me to balance out. But deep down inside, I knew like this gangbanging shit came first. So after a certain amount of years, into it, I was like, okay, I think, I think I deserve to rap now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I, that's that's where I I'm at right happy. now. But that's what you do. Really you transition all that. Those, you know, even with you picking up with your ten homies on the bite. Like even with your songs now, it's it, like even how you like you said, it's not bar for bar. Even what you, I'm picking up right now, like it's storytelling. Everything that you do is a storytelling. Like everything that you do is like storytelling. Even if on the fast tempo ones or the slow tempo ones, right? You, yeah, of course you are speaking about your your background, but it's still other backgrounds that you're speaking about that your your environment. Like you speaking about your environment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Which have, is you know skill saying? in itself, right? So I'm saying that's for me personally. I'm saying about respect doesn't mean like I'm I'm just saying for me being uh uh, uh like I love listening to the street rap thing. I listen to Biggie, Pac, listen to Lil Durk, all that shit. Yeah. Drill music, that's the type of shit I listen to. But yeah. it's like, when you have a nigga that's like, okay, I'm actively, I was in it, but now I got niggas that's in it, I could actually finesse my my Fandango. I can I can say it like this and still get my record sales like this and still represent the streets in that way instead of me saying like yeah. incriminate, not incriminating, but like putting myself out there like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what I feel like I see with you is like, it's a storytelling movement that still is not always involving just you. It's, a, right. it's, it's involving... A whole movement with everything. Exactly. Yeah, everything yeah, yeah. around him type yeah. thing. Yeah, there's, that, there's, there's so much of us involved involved in the lifestyle, whether it be like, whether you be the gang member or or or, 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 or the bystander or the mm-hmm. cop or the op, that it's like when something happens, and like let's say I speak on a situation on a song, all of them are going to relate to it. Yeah. yeah. Not only the gang member, but the cop. Yeah. The op and everybody and, has their and the own motherfucker that watched it. Say that. Like I didn't, I ain't no game member, but I, I know what he's talking about. Yeah. Or the cop might be slapping it like, oh, I remember this incident. <laughs> I did. Yeah. I was no, in the same situation. I see that even that's with the effect. videography in your in your music, bro. Like yeah. that's, it takes a whole lot of creativity to do that. Yeah. But but touching on that, what do you feel your biggest skill is in your music? My biggest skill and uh, it's just being able to uh, being able to make people see what I'm talking about. Mm. Like a lot of, I can paint the picture. Now, is that with your words or is that with your pen? Is that with your delivery? You feel me? Like, what is that with? Because no, your pen go crazy, but the way you deliver your music too is on a whole different level. I have no clue. I think it's because of all the, uh, I think it's because of the of the, uh, of the music I listened to growing up. It's just kind of like instilled uh, something in my brain. Because like in Spanish, there's a certain genre mm-hmm. in the Spanish music called corridos. Mm-hmm. And corridos, and in, in, in back in the nineties, when I when I was growing up, a lot of them were storytelling. They would just tell a story about a cartel member, tell a story you know about a mission about? they pulled. Yep. A lot of them were just corridos, like the the first bar, and a lot of corridos are like, you know, like listen to the story I'm about to tell, you know. And at the end is like, this is how the story ended. So we, my parents grew up listening to that. So I would just grow up listening to it as a kid. Mm. Not only that, but me in the nineties. Like NWA, like they did a lot of storytelling. Like, yep. mm-hmm. uh, you know, woke up quick yeah. at about no, mm-hmm. just yeah, stop, and then you, you just picture, picture it. it. Yeah. So I think that just just stuck to my head, and I was just like, okay, I got that mindset. The, I, I that's that's the only respect, that, bro. That's, that's the only I, shit I could think about. His delivery I is I'm gonna paint a picture as I write this down. No, fact. You know yeah, yeah, and that's that, crazy. And that's so yeah. respectful at a time like today, because you know the artists today aren't painting that picture. They're just making what they know is that force. That four lyric type, just make a hit. You know what I'm saying? But you are, are staying true to what you know. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. You're hating that picture. You've grown up and listening to all these things. I can even say Eminem in that category where. Oh, yeah, I mean? for sure. Like, I, was, I was a big Eminem fan as a kid. Real, I see. I, I don't want to say I see it, but respect. I see it my, in your music. My bro. first Eminem song that I listened to was Stan. Okay. And he was oh, t- and he was telling a story. Mm-hmm. You know, I yeah. was like, oh yeah, like all this shit adds up. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Man, keep keep touching on it a little bit. When you hop in the booth, what is the, let me see, I have it written down. Let me see. What is the point necessarily you want to get across to your audience? I just don't want to, I just don't want my words to go to waste, you know? Like, um, if I'm, a, if I'm, whatever I'm saying here, like, 
I want I want motherfuckers to feel it, you know, like mm-hmm. in one way or another. Like if and, and and sometimes you got your little dry runs to where you ain't really feeling it that day. So like, I just keep coming back, keep coming back until like I get, mm. you know, I'm satisfied with, deep, with everything. Bro. Yeah, your shit deep. every mm-hmm. song I feel like it's deep as hell. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I feel it. So now even if the, I feel like even every song touches at least one person. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, and that's that's what made me take it more serious is when I when I started seeing the kids. They're like, hey, man, you know what I mean? Like, this shit helped me get through high school. This shit helped me get through whatever. I'm just like, oh, shit. I didn't even know this one motherfuckers watching man. or listening. Man. And I was like, oh, shit. Now I really got to watch what I say because it's going to... Because I wish I had somebody like that from my town when I was growing up that I could listen to and be like, oh, yeah, like, he from the town. He from Merced. And I mean, I did, but like I said, they didn't really last too long. Mm. It lasts like a year or something. The way I look at it is like... Cause I'm not from Merced, and I'm of course I'm not a little kid. But the way I can look at explaining is like the little kid that can't get out. Of course, shouldn't be out in that area, but knows like your parent says, "Don't do it. Don't do that." Why, mom? Why? Yeah, motherfucker's listening to your music, and he still he loves it, bangs it, but he hears yeah. the reasons on. You know what I'm saying? He hears that, yeah. and he still loves it. Like man, GB man, thank you. Like JB, like man, GB, uh, uh, your song. What's up, everyone? It's Boss Britt. And it's DJ Excel. If you're a fan of the queer culture and lifestyle, then be sure to check out and subscribe to the No Homo Show. We're a show that shares true stories that are uncut, funny, relatable, and of course, gay from a lesbian's perspective. That's right. Brought to you exclusively by the Revolt Podcast Network. Got me through this. GB, uh, your yeah. song really uh, helped me out to understand like the street politicking. Your help, your song helped me out. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Kids are looking at it like that. Like, of course, yeah. you don't want kids to be actively in that lifestyle, but it's right. bringing an understanding and realization to why they. You know what I'm saying? This, exactly. That, and third. Exactly. So it's still painting a yep. very vivid, good picture. Like yeah. everything you do right now is just, just trippy to me. Yeah, and it's, it's sometimes it's funny because I be in the hood a lot. I be in the hood a lot, and it's 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 <laughs> it's funny sometimes. Like. Uh, speaking about speaking of the kids, like sometimes they'll be their parents and they know who I am, but their parents don't. Yep. Mm-hmm. They'll be like, hey, GB. And I'm like, what's good? You know, go up to them, whatever. And their parents will be like, Come you know, like, hey, stay the fuck away from that gang member. <laughs> and I'm just like, it's cool, you know, it's natural. So after after a while, like weeks, months pass by, they start seeing because I'm a I'm a big I like I, I take a big part of my community. Like I do a lot of giving back, a lot of events. Good shit, like, bro. That's uh, dope. Good shit. Bro. Christmas, Thanksgiving. Uh, all the shit I do, all the shit like the shit that doesn't get publicized, you know. And it's far more said, y'all. This is home city, like it's, yeah. you know what I'm saying, like in the hood, they know who GB is, you know. Mm-hmm. So, you know, whatever way we could collaborate with certain businesses, local businesses, and be like, hey, you know, can we use your area, or hey, we we taking donations to buy the kids uh, bikes or, or 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 toys for Christmas, shit like that. Yeah. So once they start seeing that and more of that, like as the thing goes. The parents become more accepting in, yeah. in the hood. They're like, okay, like, oh, that's GB's. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. Or like, oh, yeah, you can go if, as long as it's with him, though. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'll be like, okay, you know, like, yeah, I'm, I'm a gang member, but, you know, it's, it's a lot more to this. You know, like, my true intentions is like, I, I like GB stand for ghetto boy, but I also like to interpret it like giving back. Mm. Like, I always love to give back. Like, mm. This is it's just in me too, just giving back. You know what I'm saying? That's man, to be yeah. respected on both those avenues. I mean, of course, at the first time it wasn't easy, but like, you know, yeah. right now, like still looking back at it, bro. You got families that accept you, you yeah, got yeah. your homies that accept you. But yeah, that's you a transition me? though. We're touching on that transition. Like, what do you feel the biggest transition has been coming out the streets? You feel me? Like getting out of it. Ah uh, shit. Hmm? The biggest transition for me, it wasn't a like the gangbang, it was one thing. Becoming an artist was was a whole another thing, and right now it's basically just like a just a longevity. Like how mm. could how could I? No, that's, I'm that's real. Because you said Mercedes one to two years at the most is what I'm giving yeah. the artists coming out of there, right? It's yeah, like yeah. Be, it's, it's it's fact. It's what we've seen. Yeah, yeah. A lot so, of artists pop for a year, and you don't really hear about them after that. But uh, longevity, longevity all the way around, not just with the music, but how am I going to stay relevant? Period. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I like that. Like, like I said, when it has your music, you know what I'm saying? You do a lot of storytelling and you have a song that you reference your daughter. So my question to you right now is having a child, how do you feel as if, how do you feel as if you have to put out a certain limitation on the body of work that you, that you put out as being a rapper? Do you feel like you have to put a certain limitation on the body of work? 
that you put out with you having a kid growing up? In a way, in a way, it's not necessarily more my kid. It's more for the youth. Like uh, I've always told myself, like I'm not gonna lie to my uh, to my daughter about anything, uh, regardless if I if I'm in the wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, like uh, right now I'm fighting a case and it's, it ain't it ain't looking too good for me. So a lot of people be asking me like, what are you gonna tell her? And I'm I'm, just, I'm gonna be honest, you know, like daddy made a mistake, so I gotta go to jail for. I gotta go sit down for a little bit. Um, I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, tell her, you know, I'm working like a lot of people do, you know, like I'm not going to do that. For me, it's more I set the limit for the kids. Like sometimes I want to say some shit and I'm like, nah, because then the, the youth is going to think it's cool as the youth in general is going to think it's cool if I say it, because a lot of people look up to you that, that, that you don't know about. So if I if I uh, normalize something, a lot of people are going to normalize, you know, like a lot of people look up to uh, somebody who. Let's just say, for example, like does something that is against my morals, like yeah. snitching or like it's way bigger. There's a lot of them. It's a lot of normalizing the shit out of that. They normalize that. Mm-hmm. They normalize, and I'm just like, bro, what are you teaching the kids? Like that ain't mm-hmm. to me. That ain't cool. Mm-hmm. So if I don't find that shit cool, then I won't do it or say it. You know, uh, that's that's where I set my limits. It's like okay, like let me let me watch what I say. You know, before I say it. Wow. Gotcha. Now he's that's real because you said geez. not even just of course for my daughter, but it's not just my daughter. It's for the yeah, youth. It's for the it's youth bigger in general. Than, yeah, yeah. It's bigger than that. That's deep, big dog. I'm not gonna cap. I mean, kind of touched on it a little bit. It's not looking good necessarily in the standpoint of right now, but music. We gotta we gotta push that shit right now, right? <laughs> yeah. It's time to push it. What, yeah, what, yeah. what we doing, Pop? I mean, you got shit coming right now. I mean, yeah, man. So right now, I just finished. Uh, I just finished uh, wrapping up this uh, fourth album, I believe we said fourth yeah. album, fourth Sheesh. album, fourth Sheesh. album in the third year, and uh, we just uh, finished up all the album work. We we shot a little mini documentary in the hood. It's 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 under it's being edited right now. That's okay. gonna be fire! Yeah, I can't wait to see that. A little mini doc, you know mini what I'm saying? Doc. GB with the documentary doc. coming okay. for y'all, man. Y'all gotta look out oh, for that, man. man. Yeah. Pop, no, I'm glad yeah. to hear. Keep we gotta going. highlight that, brother. We're working on a we're working on a marketing. We're working on a uh, on a promo for it. Visuals, all that shit. We're work, we're currently working for it. It's a little process in in in, in terms of the rollout for it. Uh, so yeah, I mean, ain't nobody. I ain't never told. I haven't told nobody the name for it. You, you guys finna get it first right here. Ooh. The name of the album is gonna be called Ghetto Boy. It's self-titled. GB. And it's just it's it's a big transition from my past albums. Say that. I think you see the growth in every album. Uh, my first album, I, I wrote the majority of it in prison. And I got out here and I recorded it. My second one, I just wanted to do a bunch of collabs. This is just kind of a collab album. The third one. Uh, I wanted to explain the cycle of a gang member, which is the 186.22. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. a gang enhancement. Great skits in there as well. Yeah. And this one is just more like, uh, it's my mindset today. Like, who am I today? Wow. Uh, it's a little more mainstream sound. It's something different for me. But it definitely melodies? showed a growth. Fuck, you feel me? You got the melodies? Got a little, got a little GB wave. Okay. You feel me? Really has the whole creative background. He doesn't just go in a studio, punch in, say, oh, yeah, run it. No, he said, let me go <laughs> ahead and, like, develop a whole body of content for these yeah. people to listen to. Yeah, That's different, different bro. It's a different GB you guys going to get on this one. How'd yeah. the homies feel when they heard the melodies for the first time? That was just like tripping, like you're a singer now and shit. I was like, nah, man. It's, did, did but they accept it. They, yeah, they yeah. really accept it now, yeah, though. Honestly, a, I that's did. a slap. Yeah, for sure. Say that I mean, shit. they got no choice but to accept it. That's Say that shit. A motherfucker, a motherfucker uh, you know, they, they, you're either going to respect it, you're going to hate on it, but you're going to you're gonna accept it regardless. And you don't keep doing it. It's, it's going to be there. It's going to be there. Yeah, it's going to be there. Doing you. Whether Bob, you want it or not. It's like a shot right here, man. Oh, we got a shot. We still got a shot for it. <laughs> he said, oh, oh. Got a shot. <laughs> I'm <laughs> ducking the whole podcast, though. Cap got that. Let's go. You, Salute. Uh, no Love is the single that just dropped, right? Mm-hmm. Is that on the album? Like, yeah. Yeah. It, it wasn't going to be on the album. It wasn't going to be on the album. It was, it was just a single. But it's just doing so well in numbers that I feel like we felt like it, it had to be on the album. When I say yeah, that's respect, and 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 it fit in perfect with the track list. So I've been slapping that the whole time, bro. Yeah, that no love. That shit go crazy. That's <laughs> uh, a. I gotta really just highlight one time because you saying like it's doing the numbers, bro. When I, when you said that you handed out them CDs in high school and you said that you didn't realize that that transition was gonna be what it was, 
Yeah. You ever look back like, damn, I'm glad I did that. Like, I'm glad I really did that hand to hand. Let me go out here and do this real groundwork. Because niggas, right. kids ain't doing that nowadays, bro. Nah. At it's all. Nah. The, the Instagram and, and, and I think that's that's what uh, that's what some motherfuckers uh, that's what some uh, some people in a uh, in terms of longevity, it's more like we established a foundation from the start, and a lot of motherfuckers they took that leap, and uh, you know they didn't get to experience that, so when they, you know, like they, they wouldn't know how to deal with that today. They're like, oh, we don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm saying we, it's kind of like having a job and just working there for a week or two and then getting promoted a manager. Right. A motherfucker that been there for a year, three years, he gonna know the ins and outs of everything. How before. to do every job, not he, just one yeah, of the yeah. jobs. You just know, you know, the basic and how to be a manager, but this dude know, you know how to deal with it all. That's right. how I feel it is, you know? So I'm glad, yeah, I'm glad I took that step. That's a difference, yeah. bro. That's a different yeah, yeah, yeah. rate, no, man. That's real. Yeah. That's, That's what I'm talking about. Uh, any other collaborations on the album? I said, is there yeah, I got album? four. I think I got four collab. Well, it's that No Love. It's the uh, I got my boy uh, Bankroll Rado out of uh, Fresno. Mm-hmm. I got Baby Gas out of Oakland. Shout out Baby Gas. And I got yeah, shout out him. We it was last minute. Uh, the song I got him on, it's a beat by uh, Swilla the Killer, I believe. Okay. And uh, he put a little Spanish uh, sample in it. Okay. So I was gonna I was gonna do something completely different, and my boy Chrissy Chris from Stockton. Shout out Chrissy Chris, yeah. DSP alumni. Shout right out him. Hey, hey, he 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 got a lot to do with how my songs come about because, and I appreciate him for it because I'll be rapping and they'll cut me off and he'll be like, Nah, bro, mm. you got to do it like this or don't do this or or do you know what I mean? Whereas something. an engineer would sit back and just let you yeah go just and record. Do what you do. Yeah, he a real a musician like all the way around. Mm-hmm. So. How that song came out, he's like, bro, he's like, you got to do this in Spanish. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, I was like, what you mean? He's like, yeah, he's like, and you got to get gas on mm-hmm. it. He's like, you guys got the whole Mexican thing. Like, you ain't, you're Mexican. Being Mexican and not rapping in Spanish is kind of a waste, <laughs> kind of a waste of being bro, Mexican. Mexican bro. I got that question written down. Keep going, though. Keep so going. So I was like, I was like, you know, it, it pulled me out of my comfort zone for sure. Yeah. Then I hollered at my people, uh, the team, and they were just like, bro, like, he took the words out of our mouth. Like, we've been telling you to do this. So I was like, fuck it. I tried something new out and the shit came out hot. So right now we're in the process of the visual. So I'm just like, man, like, yeah. You- Did you, so you, of course, I already know. It made the track list. You love the turnout. Are we going to hear more of you speaking Spanish on the, on the songs? Are you going to do it again? Hopefully. Yeah, because it did good. I think the only time I ever spoke Spanish in a song was a song I did for my mom called Eddie. Mm-hmm. That's the only time I think I ever spoke Which Spanish. Which wasn't much Spanish. It, was it wasn't fine. much Spanish, but I, I, I mean, I know it did like a lot of numbers and the feedback was crazy. So I think like sometimes, you know, you don't, you, you got to do shit for the fans, whether, cause it's what they want. Mm-hmm. So if they want more Spanish shit, then I, I got to do it. Whether you got to get it, get it, get more yeah, in, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? Before you can't get, <laughs> yeah. get more of that in. Cause yep. that's going to blow up. I'm telling you. And yeah. that's on, that's on blow up. Yeah. It's that like, sound. It's, it's, it's a new little wave. You know what I mean? And then, uh, I got Frago out of stock. I don't know if you guys ever heard of Frago yep. from yeah. Stockton. Yeah. I got him on, on two joints on there. Oh, let's go. Yeah. And then, uh, I got some girl named Deja from uh, from the Modesto area in it. And that's really it. They're all underground, but they're all dope as fuck. You know what I'm saying? Damn, yeah, you yeah, actually yeah, got a yeah. nice little lineup with your, with your features. That's lit. Yeah, yeah. What, what goes into making a, a good collaboration? You know what I'm saying? What makes you go out and pick these people? I said, because you, so really you're on a roll, Pop. When you and AC don't leak up, bro, yeah, that shit yeah. go crazy. You know I feel mean? like I could foresee like a lot of shit, especially in the music. Mm-hmm. So once I hear the beat, if I could hear this dude, like AC throw on it, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, I hear AC throwing this already. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell him, like, this is what I hear on it, feel me? And we just go and get to work. But if I just hear myself on it, then I'm like, oh yeah, I gotta take this to the neck. Mm-hmm. And that's how the feature process comes about. Like, oh yeah, like I can hear him on it already. And I just try to make it happen. That's mm-hmm. lit. Like yeah. off the beat, you already know what you, your partner gonna come and fulfill for you. Yeah, Touching yeah. on that no love. That no love is your track, bro. What what was done before you sent it out? Were they in the studio with you? How, how did that go about? <laughs> Yeah, so cool, bro. Cause that chorus, bro. Let me yeah. hear that's all you, bro. Please. Yeah, tell me so that. so really, it was just uh, my boy Merc on the beat. He sent the beat over. Uh, I was like, okay, and I wasn't even in content with the with the with the hook for some reason. Okay. I wasn't satisfied, and everybody was like, nah, that shit go crazy. And I was like, I don't, I ain't feeling it. Really? But I was like, fuck it, I'll leave it. And then uh, I was we was taking a trip to Seattle, Seattle, Washington. 
I hit up Acito. Uh, it was supposed to be. It was just supposed to be me, Acito, and uh, Babyface Wood mm-hmm. on it. Mm-hmm. And then I had a whole nother song with me, Rico, Too Smooth, and Babyface Wood on it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. how that came about, and we recorded it the night before we shot the video. So how that came about is Acito on his last bar, I believe, he said two oh nine nine one six all the way to the yeah. yak. So when we got to Washington, I was like, bro, you said 916. Mm. And he said, yeah. I was like, Rico wasn't even supposed to be on it. <laughs> I was like, so when we got to Washington, he recorded his verse yeah. on, on it. He recorded his verse on it. So I said, the original track that me, you, and Wood were supposed to, we're going to scratch that. And we're just going to keep this one as a collaborative one. That mm. makes sense. And that's how it came about. That makes a lot Organic more sense. Organic as fuck, Yeah, it was just, bro. it was, yeah, 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 it was destined to be low key. Yeah, yeah, that's crazy. crazy, bro. Yeah, it came out That's dope. a banger itself too, though. Yeah. And then a lot of people, they argued it as far as the fans. There's a, a, a one of my boys, uh, they call him Young Iggs out of Modesto. They're like, everybody's like, the one that was on Poverty. They're like, you guys are just missing uh, eggs, 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 eggs. Everybody here see it all over the comments, all over everything. Yep. So then I hit up eggs. Eggs was supposed to come with us that day, for those who ah. didn't know. But he had a video shoot. So he's Business. like, I can't cancel it. All right. So he was supposed to be on it. But after that, I was like, we should just get a whole... Uh, everybody was like, they should get it on a song together. Well, one of the team, one of the big team members, he fucking screenshotted a comment and said, fuck a song, we need a whole album. So then Stop Wood came from Washington that fucking weekend. We got in the studio. We was in there all night from like, I think it was from like, I don't know, maybe like 10 p.m. to 4 a.m. or some shit. Oh, y'all was getting it in. We was just busting sessions. And uh, yeah, we just we, we ended up doing a whole tape of all five of us. So that that's right there in the works right now, too. Ooh, it's in the works right now, too? Like yeah, that? it's already oh, being recorded. Exclusive. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah, really, really, we, 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 really, we just trying to figure out a, like a name for it or something. Because that's I think it's going to be big. Yeah. Especially in the Valley. like Valley's finest type shit. Yeah, but a, yeah. a name for it is what you're saying. Like, yeah, y'all really out here. name. And then we personally feel like we got like six songs on it, maybe. Uh, we personally feel like it ain't enough. So. Cause they 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 going crazy. Yeah. So we're like, nah, we gotta but get you do another six session. songs. They gonna play them shits on repeat. Numbers gonna go up, 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 yeah, up, yeah, up. yeah. So touching on the stew, what's your process in it? You hear it be you you writing it down, you plugging in, what you what you're punching in, what you doing, bro? Man? Nah, if I normally I write all the songs. Normally I write them on my way to the studio. Okay. And if not, I write them in the studio. If I could get it, if I if I if I'm in a mood, I'll write it before beforehand. But normally it's on the way to the studio or at the studio. Like when you say that, like you've already had the beat and you're writing down before you get to the studio regardless. On the way, like I'll start writing like once I get on the freeway. Or if I'm driving, Are you always I'll late? just play the beat and I'm always late. <laughs> I'll start <laughs> driving and I'll just repeat the bars in my head. What is that about? Like, okay, when you drive versus <laughs> if you were to sit down right now and hear that beat right now versus you hop in a car right now yeah. and hear that beat right now and try to make the song. Two different types of uh, GBs on the track, right? Yeah, a lot of yeah. I'll, I'll talk. A lot of people find uh, their 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 comfort zone in writing. Mine is personally when I drive for some reason. When I take long drives, I feel like when you're on the road, your your mind just it, it just thinks more. It's weird. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree with you. I don't know yeah. what it is. A lot of the songs too. They was they, like I said. A lot of them are. On the road to where my mind just, just keeps going. Yeah, I kind of I like to be quiet on my long drive just because I yeah. my mind is going. I'm just yeah, and you're secluded from everybody. You're just focused yeah. in your own zone. Yeah. Say that. Uh, well, I mean, I ain't gonna care. What, what is, is it? it? How do you feel about ghostwriting? I mean, you people throwing writing it on your lyrics, the writing for others. Well, no, writing for others is different from ghostwriting, I guess. I mean, I I feel like that. I feel like that's more of a mainstream thing. Okay, like would you of, let someone say you? Tweak a lyric in your sense, or are you going with what you got? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, for the most part, sometimes when I get writer block, I'll ask like, "Hey, what rhymes with blowing?" Uh, Somebody might be like, "Smoking." I'm like, oh, "Okay," yeah. and then I'll just like go based off the word, but not like you should say. You know what I mean? This. Yeah. 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 Yep. What do you do when you get writer's block? When I get writer's block, you meditate. <laughs> no. Oh man, I've I've been stuck for like hours, like not being able to think of shit. Mm-hmm. I personally learned to just, just, just wait on it, just write it out, just come back to it later. Do another song, come back. to Yeah, it do later. another song, play another beat, yeah. or go for a drive. 
Yep. Go for a drive always works. Say that shit. And then with the iPhone too, like I said, I do a lot of melodizing on this next one. So sometimes I might not think of the lyrics, but I could already hear the melody. So when I go on the drive, I'll put on the little voice recorder and I'll like hum out the melody and then I'll come back to it later. And I'm like, oh yeah, I already know what to say based on this melody. Mm. You know what I'm saying? That shit work. That makes a big difference. Especially when you when when you're on the clock. Like me, I stay moving. I stay like I rarely get a break. So you gotta do it in between things. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like when you get the inspiration. Yeah, like, oh yeah, I gotta do it right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got you. It's only time I'm gonna get. Nah, I was talking to a dude and he basically was saying that like it's hard to go and write it down in the notes. Like, you know what I mean? It's gotta be right there. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah, sometimes, yeah. Yeah. And Especially you if you're like really down. like active, like freestyling, bro. If nobody's catching it for you, you like, damn, did you write that down? <laughs> nah, you're not remembering what you just said. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'm with you. Uh, I'm gonna take it. I'm, I'm gonna cap. I'm gonna take it. What we always say on the podcast, left. I guess you know what I'm saying. I'm taking left. Give GB a random question is, real quick. This is two episodes in a row where he's taking my shit. Isn't yeah. It? Yep. <laughs> Go ahead. I'm gonna take it left. Is that? I think I might be right on camera. Anyways. GB, if you had to choose between the two, you had a lowrider or a muscle car, which one would you choose? Off top, a lowrider. Off top? Yeah. What's your car? Just based on a uh, 64 Impala. 64 yeah. Impala? Based on, yeah. The fucking uh, cruising down the street of my 64. And you yeah. Safe, to, safe to say the color going to be red? Yeah, cherry red. Say that. <laughs> say that. Cherry red. Gold Dayton's for sure. Go some gold Dayton's, nigga. Yeah. Let's go. You got yeah, me with that West Coast, one. Real West Coast. Say yeah, that yeah. shit. Yeah. Hey, Jay, what about you? Low rider muscle car. I told you muscle car all day. And I know we did it last time, but GB didn't. Right 5-0. 5-0. Yeah, five bikes. Yeah, mine was the 69 Cougar. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Just had uh, to ask. But since we're taking a deep breath, let's take a deep breath. Since people don't necessarily appreciate what a quick deep breath does. You know what I'm saying? You, you mobbing in traffic, you get stressed out. You quick take a quick little Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Make yeah. you feel a little better. Off top. This is a segment I like to call TPH time. This is where we get into the mind of a true PH. So we're diving into the mind of a true pothead. Right. So let me ask y'all a question. Which do you enjoy more? Getting the money or spending the money? Whoever wants to answer first, I can answer. I enjoy getting it because there's no limitation of getting it. Like you can get as much as you want, but spending it, you have a limitation on spending it. Let me get as much as I can get. So I love getting it. I remember when I first got my first thousand dollar check, that was a goal of mine. Now it's a goal of mine to try and get my first ten thousand dollar check. Never had that yet. It's gonna happen, but that's my existence. Yeah. I, I enjoy getting it. Yeah. Yeah. I enjoy I'm spending top. it. I'm I love the process. I feel it. Yeah, rather than the final destination. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because I, I, I've, I've had a, a couple of trophies and shit, and <laughs> the trophy feeling is, 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 is for the moment. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, like I got the trophy, it feel cool. But then you reflect on what you did to get it, and you're just like, oh, yeah, that feel better. I did that shit. Yeah. I feel you. Like, no, nah, I feel it, bro, because I'm not cheap, but I've learned that I'm frugal. And I've learned that in my family necessarily, like spending money, like I hate to do it, but I'll do it. <laughs> and I'm learning that it's good to do it, especially in times like today. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Shit, you never know when the world's going to end, bro. Shit, COVID, all this shit. I'm just enjoying life as it goes. If I want to get it, I'm going to fucking get it right now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But the process of getting it, though, and knowing it's coming... Like that's that's a whole different feeling because I I don't like spending it. I said I'm cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'd rather see it and be like that. Shit oh, hurt to spend it sometimes. You're like, oh <laughs> like, man, I don't want to do that. You shit. breaking you my pockets? Hell yeah. No, yeah. I said yeah, but not getting it. I'm glad we all on the same page. Yeah, for sure. Me. GB, how old was you when you got your first tattoo? I was in high school. Uh huh. What grade though? You guys. That's probably my like my too. last one. Yeah. Your last. My oh, last year. Yeah, yeah. I wasn't no. I didn't get none as a kid. Mm-hmm. Nah, How I got a Merced on my chest. You got a Merced? Oh, yeah, across shit. my chest. Yeah. Damn, uh-huh. I was like 17, 18 years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Blasted. Yeah, Merced, yeah. Stop playing with him. God yeah, damn. Yeah, that was, it's a little more, because tattoos is expensive too. Mm-hmm. So even then, when I had money, my, 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 my money, my first thought was, I'm going to go pay for a tattoo. My shit was more towards other shit. Right. But now it's just like, yeah, it's just little by little. 
Yeah, just, you know what I mean? That's low-key what I'm trying to do, too. Ooh. People can't see it, but I got, like, all my shit tattooed. People trying to negotiate too. a tattoo, bro. And I'm like, bro, you pay for high-quality weed? You better pay for some high-quality tattoo. Especially if it's going to be on you for the rest of your life. You feel me? Shout out Poonchi. That's my tattoo artist. You know what I'm saying? I'll pay whatever. Oh, yeah. I heard of him, too. Yeah, from Stock. Ink by Poonchi. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shout out Poonchi. Yeah, he off. I've seen him on the gram before. Tap in with him. Good prices, bro. He's not like, he's not out there like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's reasonable. But uh, yeah, man, I just have to ask because I seen, bro, I that's fucking blasted. You right there on your shin, goddamn, representing yeah, yeah, like a I'm motherfucker. I'm sweating on my shin too. It's hot. Hey, for those of y'all that can't see, my shins are sweating. Hey, it's yeah. hot. Hey, it's the middle of the summer. Relax. Hey, we in the first transition to studio. <laughs> we, we gonna get an AC up in here. My man out. GB came through though. We got we gonna figure it out though. Um, yeah, he touched on drill music a little bit. I gotta touch on it, and I kind of want to get your opinion on it. These motherfuckers is crazy. That's it. Chicago in general, they started yeah. a wave where, I mean, not that they started because Gucci started it back in the day and going into now, they're just elevating to a whole nother level. Right. Meaning, mentioning Ops Dead Homies and songs like that. Right. How you feel about that shit, bro? About as far as what? Like just mentioning the the dead homies, mentioning all that shit. Like, I, w- I would off top uh, mention the dead homies all the time because I feel, I only, I feel it's only right that now that they're gone, it's only right to keep their memory alive. I feel it. You know? So I always mention the dead homies. That's as far as mentioning like the ops, uh, I, w- I would hate to give them credit on any level. Mm. So I, w- I would just keep them off wax. Yeah. That's, That's what crazy. I think it is, is you're, you're giving them an extra platform yeah. in that point, yeah. right? I mean, I can't, I can't speak for anything in the future, but that's where my mindset, that's where I'm trying to keep my mindset for the remainder of my career is you could diss me all you want on wax. Like, we we can keep it in the streets, you know. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. How, how how it's supposed to be. You know how you know how it is. Right. Yeah, yeah. Cause then a lot of people say shit on wax too, and and when it happens, they never pull through. And it's like, oh, you you said this, yeah. and when it came down to it, you did otherwise. Right. Mm-hmm. So it makes you look like a hypocrite sometimes. So right. speaking on that, for me, my all time video, I look <laughs> at it and I see like when it comes to like representation of like, not even just like culture, but like representation of like. Uh, like the environment per se. When I look at your, the GB song intro, the intro. Oh yeah, you know what I'm saying. What went into that? Was it just like, hey man, homies come out? You know what I'm saying. We finna just do this type thing, and it was all respect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Everybody had a good, calm, collective situation because you brought out the hood, like yeah. everybody. Yeah. So how? What was the transition to actually doing that big, big, big video shoot? Well, that that was like in the very beginning of everything. Um. That's like the first video that took off. Uh, a lot of the times we do get that deep in the hood or at somebody's house in the backyard because half of us are either on parole or probation or on the run. So we do get that 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 deep in, in certain situations. But at that time, it was more like, hey, I'm going to shoot a video in the hood. Whoever want to pull up, pull up. And uh, we just, we, it was just, we were just pretty thick out there. That day. That and, day. Uh, and yeah, that's that's how it usually comes about. Like sometimes we'd be out there like 10, 5, 15 thick, and then certain people drive by and see us pull over, or certain people got Snapchat and post a snap and they see it, like, oh, I'm coming over. Up. Next what? thing you know, we're like 30 thick plus. Having a good ass. Yeah. Man, it's good chilling. vibes. Yeah. That's how that came about. And uh, yeah, it took off. It did a lot more numbers than we expected at the time. That's what's dope. Time. And everybody all up in that thing. Everybody got shown and <laughs> respect. That's yeah, what I'm yeah. saying, bro. That's a highlighted moment. It's a great time. I'm sure you made some motherfucking memories in those times, right? Yeah, off top. Like, especially, too, what I was thinking about, I think it was last night. Like, a lot of the homies, too. Like, like I said, it's, there's a lot of gang violence going on. So, a lot of the people in some of those videos are dead now. They got killed. Damn. So, like, I'm, I'm more grateful that they showed up or I got them. At least in a little Condolences bit. Condolences and rest Same. in peace real quick, brother. I'm yeah, sorry yeah, about yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I'm like, damn, like, I'm glad he pulled up that day. You know, we, we, we got to capture a little memory on tape. Because they yeah. immortal at that point. Yeah, you yeah, can go yeah. back for the rest of wherever and see them. Yeah, hell yeah. That's lit. If you had a time machine and you had to go back necessarily to one time frame, <laughs> one moment, where are you going? Where are you, where are you taking it back to? Damn. Dun, That's dun, difficult dun. because I've always been a, uh, I've always been a person that never regretted anything just because you know it's it's it's, it's why I'm here today. Mm, the lesson. So if I had to change anything, fuck, 
probably started rapping sooner. You did say that earlier before yeah. we started filming. Okay. Yeah, I wish I would have started what rapping moment, though, Where you going hey, and you're like, bro, you should have taken it from this step and kept going. I mean... Mike plugged like into the cassette player. Yeah. <laughs> kept going from there. Nah, it was... I, I couldn't really change it if I wanted to because like I said, it was either the gangbang or the rap. Respect. So at that point, I guess I could have just started rapping. But I was like, nah, like I'm make gangbang in my main focus. Which made you who you are today. Exactly. exactly. More to talk about, story, like, bro. Like, yeah, so even now. if I wanted to change it, I guess I couldn't. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Deep. Okay, GB. <laughs> okay. Hey, Johnny got the questions. I get the, okay. <laughs> Say that. Uh, yeah. Say that. How you feeling? We got the shot poured? Yeah. Get this we'll take shot. it. We'll, take it. well I got, I got one more. We, we said it a little bit earlier. It had a double meaning, but what's the, what is the real origin? What's the true meaning that ghetto boys come from? Oh yeah, let me take this shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me take this cheers, shot. Cheers, cheers. That's my dog. Yeah, Don Julio sitting nice today. Yeah, yeah. what's up? And a hot day. What's the uh? You wanna? What's the? You wanna? Yeah. So, Ghetto Boys is basically my hood. It's my gang. Say that. You know, yeah. Where the full name is MGB Merced Ghetto Boys. So. Basically, we got first generation people that created it, and uh, they chose that name for whatever reason. And once being from the gang or whatever, I was, this last time I was in prison, I was with one of the originators from it. So I was in there with a lot of people that got like double digits or life, and they were just more like, damn, like I live my life and it is what it is. Or sometimes they might be like, oh, I did this while I was out there, but I'll do it once I get out again in 20 years. You know what I'm saying? So I kind of felt for him like, damn, like this is basically where your story is over. Your life is over. You're, you know, like you ain't going to get the chance to like, you lived a dope ass life. You did a lot of shit out there. We did a lot of shit out there, but nobody's ever going to hear about it. Nobody's ever going to like that. That, that story's just for us in the hood mm -hmm. and it's gonna, it ain't going to go nowhere. Mm -hmm. Bigger than 13 so, exits. Yeah, so it's like nobody would have known about a lot of things if nobody were to sp speak for them. You know what I'm saying? Were, were to have spoke for them. So I was with one of the originators the last time I was in prison. And I had asked him about like stage names. And Ghetto Boy came about. Uh, but we have a lot of uh, notoriety with the law out there. Like Ghetto Boys is a big name for, for gangs out there. So. Gotcha. So I was like, man, if I go out there and use ghetto, like that's cool. Like I want to, I want to rep. I don't. I not only want to represent myself with the rap, but I want to represent the entire hood. Correct. I want to speak for everybody. I want people to to know our story. Mm -hmm. So when I got out, I was like, man, I, I ain't gonna get too far with ghetto boy. You know, like was GB established? Was that your name? Rap name at the nah, time? No, 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 no. So you had, a, you had another rap name before GB? No, it, it was a hood name that I used as a rap name. Say that shit. Okay. It, I went by Insane at the time. Oh yeah, before, in the hood. Yeah. Yep. So, Smoke but I was like, insane. bro, I ain't, I ain't finna use that. Just it didn't sit right with me. I was like, uh, it's more of a gang banging name, or like yeah. Chrissy was like, that's more like of a battle rap name. <laughs> insane. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, yeah, no, nah, I wasn't even feeling it from the gate. I was like, I need a stage name. That's something we discussed about in the pen. And then he's like, yeah, man, go go out there and and, and let motherfuckers know what we about, you know? So I abbreviated bro. it to GB because I was like, therefore, it could stand for whatever. Yep. You know? It could. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, true. GB could stand for whatever. So, but it ultimately Give stand for that. Say and that. Uh, my, like I said, my main goal is mainly just putting on for the hood, for the entire hood. And, and not only that, but I'm like, you guys are sitting down or, or doing life or whatever the case may be, but the name's going to live on. You know what I'm saying? Ghetto boys. Yeah, that, that was that was the intention of it. Yeah. That's respect. I'm yeah. not going to cap, GB. Man, I'm not going to. Damn. So you said it means a lot of things. I'm not going to cap, ghetto boy. That's some crazy ass shit that you just said to me. Yeah. Because I'm going to say that's a meeting that I'm going to take from it right now. I've been saying yeah. GB y'all podcast. You feel me? What a yeah. story. I'm going to share respect to her. It needs to be respect to that. You feel me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What a so, story, man. Man, yeah, that's crazy, brother. Real That's quick, crazy. before we sign out of here, bro, uh, anything you got to say? What, like I said, I know you touched on the album. What's coming up in the future? Where can they find you at? Social medias, all shit, that shit. I really only fuck with IG. IG, you can find me under Ghetto Boy, just how you see it on the shirt. Hell yeah. G-E-T-T-O-B-O-Y dot official. Everything spelled correctly. Hell yeah. Emil got uh, you. Yeah, just on the gram, on, a, on, a, on all digital platforms, YouTube, Apple Music, Spotify. You can find me under GB. Uh, we got an album dropping called Ghetto Boy, self-titled. 
that shit dropping this summer. Be Exclusive on the lookout for on it. BSP. You told here. You feel me? This is the first place I heard it. Yes, and, sir. Um, Look shit. out for that documentary too, y'all. Yeah, the little mini doc. Mini doc. I'm not too sure if it's gonna drop when the album drop or before it, but uh, yeah, we finna uh, we finna release that. Uh, new music videos is coming. Uh, yeah, just 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 be on the lookout, man. Just you know what I mean. It's love. If you ain't heard, you heard it now. For real. Shout out to my man out Julian to, at Permanent yeah, Holiday. Shout out to JP. I was you just was just about that. to say that. <laughs> yeah, oh, shout out, to JP, shout out man. Man. You no know, know it's all love and smoke. No but it's permanent. No hey, he cap. the reason why this podcast happened for real. Big facts. See, and that's yeah, what I'm saying that again. That was the ultimate yeah. Hollywood. That was a, the way to LeBron back in the day type shit. Because yeah, LeBron is trash now. Julian, locked in, brother. We locked in. Shout out to Blonde Smoke for having me. For real, this appreciate you, man. It's big for the nine. Appreciate yeah, that. Yeah, we don't, yeah, we don't flood it. We don't flood it. Make sure y'all follow, like, comment, subscribe, man. Y'all heard it from GB himself, bro. You yeah. feel me? Yep. Signing yeah. out. The, all right. Are we doing a sign out shot? Because I don't have anything. We already anything signed yet. out already. We already did. All right. Yeah. All right. My, my fault, y'all. Y'all already know the vibes. This is season seven, episode one. We you know what I'm saying? We diving in. Shout we out GB in. coming through and really blessing the set. I want to say that on camera. My man, it's real respect. My brother, you keep, you know what I'm saying? Do what oh, you yeah. got to do, bro. We going to hold this down. This is an everlasting monumental podcast we got. You can watch yeah, this shit top. forever. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. what I'm saying, brother. But I'm really glad that we grabbed that shit, bro. As you already know, it's your man, JG. You already know it's Jay Jonah. One more time. GB. Signing out this motherfucker. It's blowing smoke. Straight from Mercy. When something happens to your kitchen, you might say, This is ludicrous. But that won't fix your home. That will only get you the rapper, Ludicrous. Having trouble? Don't panic. Don't be alarmed. You need to file a claim? Holla at State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. That's right. You can file a claim on the app or call us. Thanks, Mr. Chris. No matter how ludicrous the situation, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois.